Hi, this is Marcy Rader, your productivity lead at RaiderCo. I'm the principal contributor to the Health Powered Productivity Podcast, where we give you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge in areas of productivity, health, and clutter that you can implement right away. Looking for ways to support our Health Powered Productivity mission? We welcome donations to our tip jar linked in the show notes. We encourage you to check out our Raider Co. recommendations page on our site, where we list all of our favorite products, services, and apps. We get a little kickback and you get vetted tools that we use ourselves. Now, on with the show. Are you guilty of fubbing your husband, your wife, your partner, your kids, maybe your coworkers? You meet a friend for coffee and you fub her? Fubbing, phone snubbing. This word became part of my vocabulary after learning about it through a company called Bagby. And Bagby is founded by Juan Sanchez. And the idea was to bring wellness into the digital world. And it doesn't mean remove technology. It just means, you know, incorporate it into our lives in a way that it is not the point of our life. And to be mindful of when we're using it. Fubbing is phone snubbing. So a few years ago, we had a small New Year's Eve party and there were six of us and we decided to run a little experiment. And we bought a Bagby social mindful phone holder and we asked everybody when they got there to put their phones in the holders. And the first couple put their phone immediately in the holders and the second couple um, the the wife had two phones. She put her phone and phones in the holder. The husband wasn't quite on board in the beginning. He's like, oh, I'll just keep it in my pocket. And we're like, no, no, it's, you know, everybody's just going to put it there. And he did it. I uh, didn't love it, but he did it. And it was a really cool experiment because what we found was that throughout the night, when we would immediately go for our phones to look something up, like who was the actor in Bohemian Rhapsody? Or, you know, what was the score on this? And what year did this happen? We didn't. And you know what? It didn't even matter. None of those things mattered. Or we tried to figure it out with our collective brains without going to what my friend Billy calls the Googler. Instead, we just ended up, you know, discovering who the most horrible person was at Cards Cards Against Humanity. So the next day, I, you know, sent a text out to my friends and asked them how they felt about this phone-free experiment. And my friend Billy sent a very long email um, a couple, about 10 days later, because he wanted to really think about it. And it was so good. His email was so good. First, I said, you need to be a writer. And secondly, I said, I need to write a blog and put this in it. And that blog will be linked to in the show notes with everything that he said. But basically, he didn't realize how dependent he was on his phone, how so much of it was just impulse control, and that he really enjoyed just hanging out and not having this pressure of going to the phone or even, you know, that impulse. So after this experiment, my husband, who 
before then, and even still now, a lot of times, you know, always had his phone or his tablet on him. He said, let's start doing phone-free Friday nights. And we have been doing this for the last, let's see, three years. And so every Friday at 6 p.m., we put our phones in the holders. And it doesn't mean that we can't get to our phone because sometimes, like if he has a disc golf tournament on Saturday, he might need to check in on Friday night. But we go over to the holder and we do whatever it is that we need to do, text whoever it is that we need to text, and then we go back to the couch or whatever it is that we're doing. But we have been doing that every Friday since then. The phone holder is up in our house. We have some friends that immediately will put their phone in the holder. They know exactly what it's for. We have others that don't, and we don't force people to, but it is front and center in our house. Think about a time that you can create in your life that is phone-free. Could you have phone-free dinners every night? I mean, we definitely do not have our phones on the table when we're eating, um, never. And, you know, but could that be something that your family does or that you do with your partner? You know, one of the things that I saw several years ago when I was in Asheville, um, North Carolina, we were at our favorite shop, coffee shop drinking. Um, we were at High Five Coffee drinking the Diablo, which is an amazing coffee drink. And there were, I believe there were four or five couples, including us. And I looked around at one point and every single couple was looking at their phone and not talking. And the couple that sat beside us, we actually never heard them say anything to each other the whole time they were there. And on Sundays, Kevin and I do a weekly family meeting and sometimes we'll do it at a coffee shop. And often I'll take my laptop because I need to look at, you know, we're looking at our calendar and our finances and doing, you know, a lot of different things on it. But And every once in a while, um, I'll just take my phone instead. And I actually feel like I want to tell people, we're, we're work, you know, like we're, we're having our family meeting here because we're both looking at our phone, but we are engaged and talking to each other while we're, because we have our goals on the phone. But it just made me sad. It made me sad to see all of these couples and nobody was talking to each other. So I, I just became more aware of these phone-free times. My phone-free personal time is in my infrared sauna. The first year that I had my sauna, um, I would take my phone in there because I love calm.com as a meditation app. And I, I would you know, do a meditation in there or I'd do breathing exercises. And it was just too easy to also quickly look something up if I you know, had a random thought, a squirrel thought. So for over a year, I have been phone-free in my sauna. I have a little pad of paper in there with a pen. And if I have a thought, something I need to look up, I just quickly jot it down. And I don't, I don't wear my watch in there, so I'm not tempted to ask Siri on my watch. So that's my phone-free time. I also started doing, not phone-free, but um, as close to it, it's, an, it's still analog. I belong to Vistage International. It's a peer advisory group. And once a month, 
we have all day meetings. And I found that when I would wear my Apple Watch, which I love, I would look at it more. And even though I don't have the haptics on, I can see if I have a text. And it was just too easy. So I started wearing my Sector watch that I've had for um, 23, 25 years. And so I, I go analog and then I only check my phone, um, look at it during breaks or quickly at lunch just to see if my concierge has sent anything that I need to address. But those are my phone free times. So think about something that you're doing, whether it's at dinner, in bed, um, in the bathroom, you know, what is it that you're doing that you could make it phone free, be more present with the people around you, or even just think? Do you want to learn how to be more focused and present? At Raider Co., we have a training called Focus Power Ups. Manage distractions, set guardrails, and be more present. If you are always pulled away by your phone, thinking of your inbox during dinner, and the ring, ping, buzz, and knocks are everywhere, consider bringing us in for a training or your conference to learn how to increase willpower and decrease digital distractions, reduce communication overload, and avoid costly mistakes, and recharge your batteries by creating low sensory and screen-free times. I promise the secret isn't retreating to a cave, but you can enact the right tech guardrails and habits to help you be more present and gain the concentration you need. Ditch the distractions and find your focus. Thank you for listening to the Raider Co. Health Powered Productivity Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a review, and forward this episode to at least one person you know could benefit. And can I ask a favor? If you felt this podcast was valuable, please consider supporting it by donating to our tip jar to continue giving you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge. And get your sneak peek of my latest book, Work Well, Play More, Productive, Clutter-Free, Healthy Living, One Step at a Time with the novice behaviors from chapter one that includes how to deal with all those rings, pings, and buzzes, how to declutter your digital desktop and why it's important, and how to play hide-and-seek with your food to help with portion control. It's waiting for you at helloraderco.com forward slash gift.